When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. future we're talking real money welcome to talking real money the wedding edition i'm don mcdonald literally i was just attending a wedding a couple hours ago in north carolina so i'm in the i'm in the bridal suite right now my brother-in-law and his new wife are off getting some stuff so at, at some point in this hour i may get kicked out I think that would be and appropriate, sure. actually. Uh, so, yeah, I think that would, that's good. Let's, You're and, just looking forward to it. You just want to see me get the bum rush out the door. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, no, because the show's better with you here, frankly. So I'll be honest with you. Yeah, oh, I miss you. you, too. That was so nice. Hey, if you miss us or if you <laughs> need us, you want some advice from us, you want a little counsel, you want someone to hold your hand or, uh, or, or, or your shoulder to cry on for some of those bad decisions you've made, second opinion, whatever it is, if, you, if it involves money, we're here to help at 855-935-TALK. And we, we mean that sincerely and if you're from the bottom calling of our about Horner, Townsend, and Kent, we're not taking your call. Oh, so my leave it gosh. At that. That's, yeah, that's Tom, of course, doesn't seem as sincere but he is he is he's really the the epitome of sincerity <laughs> that close five five nine three what that sincerity we gotta so go to close. the could, before so we talk close about you congress. could almost touch his sincerity i know it's right there we, i don't think we're ever going to get to congress so forget about it we're, we may never get there <laughs> well we're gonna be just like mo, congress they're never going to get to it either so mo say? you're up next welcome to talking real money hi mo hey how you doing good Good. Hey, I had a question for you. Uh, it's about my son's account. Um, he's got, so he's got, he's put enough money in his 401k to get the match. Um, he's pretty maxed out on his Roth, but he's got a health savings account. And yep. I was just thinking, I mean, it looks like just the research I've done is that the health savings account, you take everything out completely tax free when you need it for health. So I'm wondering for medical expenses, he, yes. Right. So, and I know a lot of the medical expenses or the money that he's going to take out of his 401k eventually will go towards medical. So, should he be maxing out his health savings before his 401k? No. Should, no. Yeah, we put it. We put an emphasis on retirement. We believe that that is the place that most people should save and invest first. Then other things like kids' college education, health, and those things, health savings accounts, those come second or third. And you're correct about the HSA. That does grow tax-deferred. I don't think it's free. Well, well free it grows tax-free if you use it for medical right. expenses. But here's an interesting twist on it, Tom. If you have a balance, that because your balance can continue to grow yep. and accrue tax-deferred, but if you let that go into retirement, you can pay for uh, your your medical care, your Medicare, yep. your uh, Part B, all of those things with that money. And it remains tax-free. But I would do the 401k first. I would do the Roth. And then 
the HSA. And by the way, I'd be careful about how that HSA is invested because one of the mistakes I do see people oftentimes take is they make that too stock heavy and then the market goes down and they need the money. And I've seen this happen before. So I would not tell your son, oh, it's money you're never going to touch, but uh, that would be uh, to create the right investments and make that the third priority. Yeah, and HSA should probably be your more conservative yeah, investments, your exactly. more liquid Thank investments, you. because in a year where you have a lot of bills, you want to take it from the HSA so that not only did you get a tax deduction, but you get no tax on the on the earnings or the money you take out. That help? And so 401k, talking about retirement, doesn't retire... So retirement definition, are you just talking about um, income, or does that not include health care also? Well, what we're, what we're saying is we focus on retirement, and, and the 401k is the specific device that is designed for that. It's just, it's just to have the separate buckets, and they're mainly psychological buckets, because people tend to, you know, as a matter of fact, the HSA, if you max that out, um, and you have health expenses that come up and, and you spend all that down, you haven't funded the retirement plan. And that's almost like taking money out of your retirement plan to pay those health expenses, which we would be opposed to doing. Yeah, and then your, your son would also have the post-tax money in a Roth, which would be helpful. So then you would have a couple of different types of buckets. But yeah, I think I think, again, retirement first, because that's the thing that's going to be the biggest need at some point. And then the health along the way, I, I'm assuming your son's relatively young and probably doesn't go to the doctor every week or something to use that money today anyway. So, right. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks. If it was, some, if it was somebody like me, you know, when, when, you know I'm older. Well, you've got now, the guy coming in the bridal sicker. suite later to check on you, so make well, sure you're okay. He's older than me. Five. Yeah. Who knows? 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, 855-935-8255. We want to help. We want to help you manage money. We want to help you understand it better. We want to keep you from getting ripped off. We want to help you start a plan. Uh, And, you know, it's not an exact science, but we're here to help. 855-935-TALK. There's a science to managing money. I call it financial physics, and you can get a free copy of my easy-to-read book, Financial Physics, at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free, or there's an interactive version available on Apple iBooks. It's called Financial Physics. That's spelled with an F, and you can get it free at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free or in the Apple Bookstore. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. We're still hanging out together here on Talking Real Money. Don has barricaded the bridal suite. I can hear the pounding out there. You're wow, they're that's gonna get ugly really fast, I can tell you right now. Wait, be patient, people. Be patient. I got a radio show to do. These people are old like us. They can wait a few hours. It's okay. Yeah, this is my brother in law's second second. His he he was a widow for a while and Good. You know, well, I'm nice glad found he found a some nice woman, the Good. lovely woman. She's all excited because she never had a sister, so now she's adopted. Oh, my does wife she have her. one ever now? Yeah. Woo, there's a sister. One now? I'll tell you what, that is side. Check Debbie, that box. Debbie is giving you such a look right now. That's a compliment. She's right behind me. That's she's, a compliment. Yeah. No, that was yeah. a compliment. Right. Meant to be. Meant yeah. to be. I'm sure. She, Debbie, I'm sure. Debbie you is meant one of those persons. When Debbie's your friend, that's a friend. Yeah, truly. Debbie is a good friend. She is a Debbie great truly friend. is a good yeah. friend. Yeah. She's not somebody Debbie, just, getting, you know, once a year. Compliments yeah, that that was a nice th- okay, whatever. I'm not gonna argue with you anymore. What, dear? 
We got to go back to the phones. Right, he was saying nice things about you, not me. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to give the number while you're me. still while you're no. while marital bliss disappears from oh, the bridal suite. Yeah, from the bridal suite. Eight five five nine three five. Talk there, right. Beach. Do it. Nah. Let's go to the phones, Dave. Yeah. Hi, Dave. How are you? Good afternoon. I uh, hey, Dave. I don't lose you here. Don't lose I'm, us, Dave. Uh, driving out in the out in the dingle beach. Um, for a retired person. Um, that is pretty sure that uh, the currency, uh, the American currency, the, the reserve currency of the world, is going to drop maybe precipitously in value as we continue with more stimulus. Uh, now that uh, the administration uh, is, is changing now, and there look, likely will be more, uh, more money, more printing money for various social programs. Now, what, in your opinion, is a good hedge or good hedges against that? Dave, mm-hmm. we got to talk. Yeah, you want to take this or do you want me to? Well, I'll start. All right. You could finish. You go ahead. Okay, This number one, this is something that we do every day. It has nothing to do with what's going on with the U.S. dollar. By the way, there's a lot of other uh, governments around the world you might have noticed that have been spending a lot of money on all of this, too, that also have you substantial— You mean the Germans? Et cetera, et cetera. But this is why, by the way, you are globally diversified, in my mind, because we don't know what this is all going to mean to the U.S. current. By the way, just when it seems like it's so obvious, it's not, because we've been talking about interest rates and all that for the last 10 years. But here's what I believe. I believe this is exactly why you're globally diversified. Your money is exposed to other currencies, to other economies, to other countries, et cetera companies in you know big companies in other countries all of those things because we don't know who comes out of this in better shape than another um that's my take and i but we don't have a strategy for hedging other than u.s you owning u.s government debt which doesn't sound like something you're in favor of either but here's the deal it's not even we, we one hedging always costs money so it takes some dramatic movement to make hedging even worthwhile. Most of the time, hedging is insurance that you end up paying for and never using. But as Tom said, when you own a diversified portfolio, half of it in the U.S., half of it overseas, now half of your money is not dollar-denominated. It's euro-denominated. It's yen-denominated. It's whatever those overseas currencies are in those particular countries. So you have a hedge already if you're globally diversified. The other thing is, is it's not, it's not about just printing money. Yes, we are taking on additional debt that someday will get repaid somehow or another. Happy, yeah, I get it. Yeah, it may be your grandson. But the fact of the matter is, the there is the market doesn't believe what you're saying. And the market is smarter than any one of us. You Jeffrey might be Gundlach? right, but if you're right, it's probably luck. They're smarter than Jeffrey Gundlach. No yes. way. Come on, man. Yeah, sorry. You're blowing him out of the water. Bill Gross? So I wouldn't do anything. Wouldn't do a darn thing except I think globally Dave invest. Have, as he said, he was headed into some other place without the phone. Yeah, he headed so. into the twilight zone. Yeah. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Finish the thought, Well, no, please. here's the thing. Here, This is exactly where to. we started the show, remember? Because we started the show with COVID. I don't know, raging. so long ago, I forgot. I COVID is raging, right? Yeah. The stock market is at new highs if it's the S&P 500 that you believe in. By the way, there's other parts of the market that have been way better this last five or six weeks. Um, 
Interest rates are very low. There's all these things going on, and you could come up with any expert that's going to tell you that one plus the other equals something. But the problem has been they're never right. I was watching an old show the other day, which I love, and presidential advisor interviewed two economists who said, he asked one, well, what's the Dow Jones going to do in the next six months? And one said, oh, undoubtedly going up 1,000 points. And he asked, well, Joe, what about you, the other economist? And the other one said, it has to go down 1,000 points, sir. It's down 1,000 points. And he looked at him and he said, you economists, you know what? Here's the thing. You make astrologers' track records look good. I mean, and this that's a reality because economists, stock pickers, managers, they don't know. Dave, you don't know. Nobody. So that's why you just diversify. You keep your costs low. I love it. Yeah, I love that. What, what was it? Harry Truman who said, oh, please on give me a one handed economist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on the other a hand, one handed yeah, economist. So it's eight, five, five, nine, three, five. Talk is our number. Wes, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Good afternoon. Hey, I've uh, with my simple IRA, my Roth, I got those maxed out this year. I'm in the stock market, and I was looking at opening up a second mutual fund. Is that a good or a bad idea? Well, depends on what you do with it. Where do you put it? Where are you putting it? Well, I'm going to throw it all away and uh, put it into uh, Obama stickers. I don't know. Obama what? <laughs> Obama stickers. Obama stickers. Uh, I don't think I, there's much of a market he, for those. I don't even know if they sell them. Unlike other former sure. presidents, he can't run again. Um, <laughs> no, no, the thing is, is, I don't, I mean, my mutual fund has far outperformed anything. Well, please I've do tell us the secret. Year. We want to know which fund that is. Which fund is that? Uh, American funds. Um Growth Fund of America? Right there. That's yeah, okay. It yeah, doesn't exactly. really matter. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't, um, doesn't really matter. Tell me why. Why Don't is it outperformed? Be- I'll tell you exactly why it's outperformed. S&P 500. Yeah. It's owned large technology firms that have been on a huge run. By the way, it has not mm-hmm. outperformed the last five or six weeks. So I hope that doesn't scare you, but it hasn't. But... But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That's neither None here that nor matters. there. I, if you're in no. American funds and you're happy paying a commission on a relatively high expense ratio, then stay in American funds. If you don't like p- paying a high commission or high expense ratio, go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on the picture of the lady with the white hair, listen to the earbuds, and check out uh, the uh, the funds, the index funds from Vanguard, Fidelity, or Schwab. Cheaper, cheaper, and cheaper. Lots cheaper, um, and the, it, you won't ever outperform the market. Nope. You will just be the market and that's a good thing to be when the market over the past hundred years has returned about 10 percent per year i just want to be the market and be it cheap 855-935-TALK is our number tom and don are talking real money if you don't have a financial plan well sometimes you just need a little help getting started and we offer that free help to anybody in a meeting with one of our fiduciary advisors to set one up just go to vestory.com v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com or call 800-386-3004 there's no obligation no cost and i promise no sales pitch your guides to a really great financial future Tom and Don are talking real money. 
nice call day today. We've gotten lots of calls today. Yeah, I love it. So keep them coming uh, because Don's yeah. been thrown out of the bridal suite. How many times can Don's, we say that on the show? Don um, has to leave at the bottom of the hour. He might or so might not show up get... for work. I mean, that's just like, how's that different than any other work day, I guess, is what I'd say. I so. showed up for work. Okay. Look at me. I'm oh, here. Right. There I am. Look at Leaving that. early from work. 855-935-TALK is our number. Let's go to Serena. Hi, Serena. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure. So I I went to your website and I looked at the Fidelity Index Fund that you that you suggest. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm invested. I have a Roth. I've maxed out my 401k, so now I have a Roth. And I've, um, I'm invested in the Fidelity Total Stock Market Index. But the International Equities and Diversified Bond Fund, I have two. I'm invested in two different funds than you suggest. And I just wanted to get your take on the funds that I have invested in. What sure. What are they? Them. It's uh, FUAMX. It's the Intermediate Treasury Bond Index okay, Fund. Okay, that's good. Uh-huh. And then the FSTSX, International Equity. F-S-T? P is in Paul. P is in Paul. Oh, P is in Paul. F-X. Mm-hmm. F is in Sam. Fidelity. Wait. F, uh, you better, I, that's what I, I got. Let her hey, go Tom, slowly. Do you have your, I'm trying have your to. phonetic alphabet I don't have you. it with me because I'm on the road oh, today. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Serena, give F, us the, yeah, go ahead. S, S as in, in Sam. Fidelity. Yep. S as in Sam. P yeah. as in Paul. Yeah. S as in Sam. X as in X-ray. Yes. Yes, the International Index Fund. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'm trying to see the difference between that and what we have. I just want to see the expense ratio. By the way, the one so the one difference there that the one place we differ with you a little bit is the the bond fund you mentioned is a treasury fund, which is going to be which is fine. It's okay. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's going to have a little less yield than being in the total bond. It's not a big deal. Yeah, and okay. the Fidelity so, International. So if, I, if, it, I wanted to, so if I wanted to sell that fund and get into the fund that you recommend, that might even be a little better. It would make a little. It not would much currently difference. make a little bit more. Yep. Um, it has a little bit more inherent risk. Yeah. The FSPSX, though, has a very, very, very low expense ratio. It was a great choice. Yep. And uh, it has a lot of fun. It has a lot of stocks in it. I, expense I'm very ratio. happy. It's ridiculously low. Yeah. Yeah. Three, three basis three points. Three 100s. Yeah. That's, you're doing great, Serena. I, know, I wouldn't worry about anything. Mm-mm. Okay. Thank you guys you're so good. much. And you're we great. appreciate what you do for us. Thank you. That's very kind. You're awesome. Thank you. 855-935-TALK. Keep Tom company. Or not. While I'm gone. Not, because I otherwise I'll just race home to see if I can get some leaves done before the rain starts to you, fall. The rain's already started. I know. I, know. I was going to make my daughter do it, but she... Yeah, yeah she'll be more she, unpleasant to me than normal how, if I do How that. old is she now? <laughs> She's almost 13, so... Yeah, no, there's nothing. <laughs> the odds no, are they poor. Stop. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, chores stop between 13 yeah. and 17 for some reason. I don't That's know what happened to their brains. they started some other time before that, so... Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. She she had the uh, the good fortune of being able to work for mom and get money. No, she has the great fortune of being basically an only child. Well, that too. Yeah. But, I mean, she got to work for the pizza company. Well, that's true. She's made a couple and of fund bucks. And fund her IRA. She has a Roth, yeah. How many people have a Roth at 11 years old? At Not many. 13, yeah. I and so. I bet she's worth a lot now at 13. I haven't looked. I should look at the return on that. I bet it has been good. I'm so, telling you, well, that I young say lady, thank you to she's going to be set. 
How many people break up a wedding to go do a radio show? Not very many. Did no. they get the I do's in before you broke off and said, I got to go did. live? They okay. did. Right. They did. They got it. In fact, I was in charge of the music. I was the one playing the music. What'd you play? It's so cool. It, it, my, my brother-in-law had these, uh, these UE speakers, these portable battery powered speakers. Yeah. And we set them out there, uh, different, you know, stereo. And I played all the wedding music from my iPhone through these speakers. I know. What did you play? Wedding-ish music. Like, uh, give us one you know, example. I don't know, like oh, Pachelbel and, you know, the wedding things, oh, you know? Oh, okay, that kind of wedding music. That stuff. Oh, I don't okay. know. It was romantic-y music that was instrumental. What do I know? 855-935-TALK. Call Tom. I'm out of here. Tom and Don are talking real money. Before you end up buying a financial product that you'll regret later, either call us on the podcast or the show, or if you need a little more time, that's why we offer free meetings with our fiduciary advisors at Vestory with no cost, no obligation, and no high-pressure sales pitch, I promise. Just give us a call at 800-386-3004, or better yet, just set up an appointment at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. future we're talking real money welcome back to talking real money hi i'm tom cock our telephone number 855-935-TALK t-a-l-k finally got don mcdonald uh cleared out of the bridal suite i'm relieved how do you think the bride feels um but we're here to continue to take your calls about anything money related i was looking at the variety we've had today we had somebody asking about having two retirement plans what to do with the money Someone called and asked about having 20 years of uh, EE bonds. Ask us about a financial advisor who turned out to be selling uh, some pretty bad annuities, rolling you from one into another. This resulted in lawsuits. Someone asked about the law of averages. Should you expect the market to sort of perform as it has in the past into the future, which, frankly, we have no idea. But I can tell you one thing. I generally don't look to Congress for advice about money and investing. No offense if you're a member, but I'm always amazed when you look at their disclosure reports about what they own. Many of them have individual stocks. Many of them have annuity products. It's always a weird mishmash. But you may, if you pay attention to such things, be aware that uh, there's going to be these two Senate runoffs in the state of Georgia, which are, it appears, going to tip the balance in the U.S. Senate to either Democratic or Republican control, which will be a big deal with the new administration, with the House of Representatives still in Democratic hands. So this is going to be a big deal. And here's the interesting part of that situation. The candidates there, all four of them, have now said that they will no longer own and trade individual shares of stock. I don't know if I've ever heard about four candidates agreeing on anything especially something like this. Uh, one of the incumbents, Kelly Loeffler, sold all of her stock this year. Um, her trading in the early days uh, became eh, a bit of a scrutiny, uh, the people looking into it. Uh, another one, David Perdue, sold all of his three stocks, or sold, excuse me, all but three stocks. Loeffler's uh, challenger, the Reverend Dr. Raphael Warnock, only owns mutual funds, and he said, all members of Congress should do the same. Wait a minute. He said all members of Congress should own just mutual funds, not individual stocks. 
I got to be honest with you. When I look at many of your portfolios, and last week had a look at a couple of very large portfolios held at brokerage firms. Who am I talking about here? Well, in this case, one starts with Ed. Um, there's others. And here's what I generally see in a brokerage, a broker's portfolio. Individual stocks, because someone there has told you it makes more sense to own Zoom than it does Boeing. Yeah, a smattering of uh, mutual funds, some actively managed high expense. We had somebody today talk about a mutual fund in their 401k that's charging them 1.5% a year, which is ridiculous. When you can go to our website and we show you how to use them free for pennies compared to that. And then I also generally see some, a few exchange-traded funds, et cetera, again, some active, some passive. And my sense is the person who put that portfolio together for you is going to be able to defend one part of it, maybe not another. Um, and so when one part goes bad, they're going to say, whoa, whoa yeah, but look at this other. I, I did pick these stocks for you. In fact, we looked at a portfolio the other day that has about 300 individual stocks in it. And I'm looking at it thinking, well, I think they have mutual funds for this kind of thing. Don't know why you need to own 300 individual stocks unless you were adding them over a lifetime or if somebody just said, well, this year it's all about this type of stock. Eh, there's This is one place where I'm going to have to agree with a member of Congress. And by the way, this came from an article today that I think is worth reading. Any investor, Ron Lieber writing in the... Uh, in the New York Times, he says, time to take a pledge. No stocks if you're a member of Congress. By the way, owning stocks as a member of Congress creates all sorts of potential conflicts of interest. Because, of course, people in Congress are learning things that you and I don't know about every single day. Right? About possible legislation, about things going on in companies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But beyond that, the track record, the track record of people that buy and sell individual stocks, and I know... There's a lot of people lately that have been making a whole lot of money, right, at Robinhood or not, in other places where they're buying and selling securities. The long-term track record is horrible. Study One study they cite in this article, 6.5% points less than the overall market. Yeah, we're going to pay attention to Congress on this one. Finally, 855-935-TALK. are talking real money. There's a science to managing money. I call it financial physics, and you can get a free copy of my easy-to-read book, Financial Physics, at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free, or there's an interactive version available on Apple iBooks. It's called Financial Physics. That's spelled with an F, and you can get it free at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free or in the Apple Bookstore. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, I'm Tom Cock. A very special edition today as we talk to author, advisor, and longtime educator and friend, Paul Merriman. Paul has a brand new book coming out just in a few weeks. We're talking millions, 12 ways to supercharge your retirement. Wow, what a great and exciting title. All right. So we don't have time for all 12 of the ways. Normally, by the way, you have 100 things in a book. So I'm a little disappointed that you're running short on this one. But what? Uh, give us a couple of those 12 ways to supercharge your retirement, Paul. Well, first of all, Tom, I think you need to understand, it's important for the listeners to understand that each of these 12 ways is in and of itself 
a million dollar decision. Now, obviously, it's a bigger deal when you're in your 20s and your 30s rather than in your 80s. But but it, it they are really the steps you can take that will make the big difference. And I'm looking, I'm looking for a half of 1%. If I can find a way to make an extra half of 1% on money over a lifetime, I'm talking the working lifetime and the, and the lifetime of retirement, that should in fact equate to either a million dollars more to spend or to leave. So it's not, it's not just about money in your pocket, it's about money in other people's pockets as well. So some of the things are very simple and very obvious. But one of the biggest, the thing that is going to be a life changer, and a lot of young people don't get this, is the decision to either put money into stocks or into bonds. And what do we know about stocks? Well, we know that the S&P 500 has compounded at about 10% a year over the last 90 plus years. And while bonds aren't paying very much today, they have averaged about 5% uh, over the long term. And I suspect someday they'll be back up to that. It might be a long time, but that's the history of investing in stocks versus bonds. And the point here is that when you start putting money into a stock fund uh, or a bond fund, you are making a decision, if you put away $5,000 a year, you're making a decision that will likely lead to about a $10 million difference. Just that one decision right there, Tom. So that's where I want to start. The biggest, the, the thing that's going to impact these people the very most. Yeah, we have to encourage young people to own stocks, even when it feels uncertain, um, and not own bonds. That's basically what you're saying for anybody that's, what, up to 30 years old? What, what age do you think people should start adding fixed income? You know, if you look at the professionals, and I'm talking about people like the Vanguard family and Fidelity and whatnot, they're going to have you adding stocks uh, to uh, your portfolio, in some cases in their target date funds, when they're 20. Totally disagree with that. I think that's a huge mistake. And so I'm, I'm not a fan of starting it when you're 20, but it's reasonable to start adding some bonds when you're in your 40s, certainly by the time you're 50, because you need that defense. You're at the end of your working years, and now that money needs to work more safely, if you will, uh, for the future. But no, the first 20 years should be all equities all the way. And of course, if you dollar cost average into equities, this is a million dollar decision, believe it or not, dollar cost averaging itself forces you to buy more equities when you uh, the market is down and fewer equities when the market is up. So it's another step uh, that in essence is guaranteed in the long term to work for you. Of course, we're ex expecting the market to continue doing something reasonable. And again, I mentioned that 10%, that includes the, the, the depression and that includes the world war and all sorts of things that were setbacks for the market. But uh, uh, I, I think 
that holding off on putting bonds in is, is a really big deal. And I also think a million dollar decision is that you invest in a diversified portfolio. This comes as a shock to a lot of young people, but all of the research actually shows that you are likely to make more money in the long term by having many holdings rather than having a few. And, and, and that's a big deal. You need every advantage. And if I could throw one more in that's a slam dunk. Oh, please. Dunk. Yeah. Slam dunk would be <laughs> Buy a mutual fund with low expenses because those low expenses guarantee you a better rate of return than if they had high expenses. And a lot of people, I see this all the time with young people, not only are they putting their money into bonds, but they're paying higher expenses than they should. And those expenses work against you forever. They are worse than any bear market. You know, bear markets only last for a, a relatively few months, but you overpay expenses and you're doing something that will, will lose you money for the rest of your life. We're talking with Paul Merriman. He's a brand new book coming out here in just a few weeks. We're talking millions, 12 ways to supercharge your retirement. And, of course, you can learn more about all the fine work he does basically all for free now at paulmerriman.com. Before we let you go from this segment, I want to make sure people are aware that uh, the, the book will be sold at Amazon. But you've got a special offer for people uh, that if they just subscribe to your newsletter, they, they apparently get this book. They can read it right on their computer. Yes, this is my $1,000 a month newsletter, and you will get this $10 book absolutely free. No, the newsletter is absolutely free, but here's what we're doing. Here's, here's the deal. The, the, the offer is this. You sign up for the newsletter. You go to paulmerriman.com, and what you're going to get then is uh, every two weeks, you're going to be notified of the articles we've written or the podcasts that we've recorded. But when the book comes out, shortly after the book comes out to the public, all of those newsletter subscribers will be sent a link to be able to get the book absolutely free and my dream my dream tom is that they will then forward that link to all of their friends i don't care if we make a penny on this book in fact all of the sales of the book the proceeds go to our foundation they don't go to me and i want that book in the hands of as many young people and teachers by the way as possible and, of course, you can always learn more by going to paulmerriman.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-M-A-N.com. He mentioned uh, some of the other great stuff he has. There. Paul has a, wow, encyclopedic look at how investing works, how to pick mutual funds, how to retire properly. It is all online. He does it all for you. Sign up for his newsletter. And as I said, I think the new book will be a fantastic one to read no matter where you are in your investing journey. We still have time to get a call or two in 855-935-TALK. 855-935-TALK. Give me a ring. We can talk about anything money-related here as we continue on Talking Real Money. 
Tom and Don are talking real money. If you don't have a financial plan, well, sometimes you just need a little help getting started. And we offer that free help to anybody in a meeting with one of our fiduciary advisors. To set one up, just go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. There's no obligation, no cost, and, I promise, no sales pitch. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK. And by the way, that number works 24-7. We're live on the air Saturday afternoons at noon in Seattle, wherever you might be across the country. Adjust accordingly. But uh, we take calls anytime. Don answers them on our podcast. We have a daily podcast that has become quite popular He does some topics. I do some topics. But if you want our help, that's one way to get it. Now, here's another way. Somebody called me a couple weeks ago and they said, you know, I wanted to talk to you one on one about something a long time ago, but I couldn't figure out how to get a hold of you. You Don't make it very obvious about what you do. Yes, we are in the money management, financial planning, help for retirement field. We do this for a living and we manage about $500 million of other people's money. I was telling my wife today that oftentimes feels like a great responsibility, and it is. And if you want our help, okay, we don't spend the the entire show going through all that because we want the show to be about you, not about us. But here, if you want our help, it's pretty easy to get it. You simply go to TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com, and then up above here, you click on Meet, M-E-E-T, and you can schedule an appointment right there. And again, TalkingRealMoney.com, schedule an appointment. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.